0: Welcome to the Winged Wheel Podcast. Here to talk all things hockey are your hosts, Brad Crisco, Ryan Hanna, and Evan Lobsinger.
1: Coronavirus has finally gone too far. After years of scratching and clawing and working and consuming many post-game chicken wings, nachos, and beer... My beer league team finally made the finals of our league. We five five years, summer and winter, so ten seasons. It's been a while. We're not good. We finally made the finals. Starts tomorrow.
2: Arena is closed today. Coronavirus. The true hero. More on the Winged Wheel podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm down to support. uh, There, you want want stocks to buy? Buy some Corona stocks.
2: The, no,
1: by Bud stocks.
2: The satisfaction that comes uh, from Evan and I to not have to hear your championship-winning goal story from your beer league. I'm super appreciative that you're aware that I would have scored that goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's a bunch of mutts that play in your league. Just a bunch of straight scrubs. I would have a lot more fun if that were true. I've seen you play. Like uh, We've been on the ice together. And I won't lie to you. I was like, I don't know what to expect. Brad just could be like... um Talking like he's a house league hero and, and actually not good at all. But you went out there. I was like, oh, no, Brad's really good. Um, but you shouldn't be so much substantially better than everyone else where you're getting like six assists a game or something like that.
1: Depends on the league I'm in.
2: <laughs> and it is hard to keep track because you play in like two beer leagues. Six roller hockey leagues, a broomball league. There's roller hockey around here. A blind broomball league, a uh you know, softball, but really it's also hockey league. Like it's really hard to keep track. And sometimes I make the suggestion like, hey Brad, like we're like uh, twice a week now, so should you like cancel sports? And you're like, this is only my this is my only chance to play my fourth time fourth broomball league this month. Then I have to wait three more weeks if I want to play four broomball nights a week again. And I go, yeah, all right. That's cool, man. All right. (laughs) I
1: only play in two leagues, and I haven't played one of them since November.
2: (laughs) Anyhow, thank you, uh, COVID-19, for sparing us from that. But also, screw you, coronavirus, for having us pivot to uh, early off-season content. Just kidding. That is the least of my concerns.
0: Yesterday, I was out at a bar, and... uh, Evan. Evan. I don't care. Evan. Um, Oh, my rant's going to be directed at him now. (laughs) Um... And the place was packed. Um, yeah, and you're all stupid. Every last one of you. Anyways, uh, please
2: direct all of your insults to
0: at Hockeytown Evan on Twitter. I don't care. Bring them on. I won't read any of them. Um, <laughs> and not a they had their TVs on because bars have TVs on, and they had the players' championship on. I was like, oh. I was like, I thought they canceled this, and I was like, oh my god, this is the best. So I parked my ass right in front. Five minutes go by. I'm like, no, that guy wasn't going to be in the tournament this year. I started adding it up, and all of a sudden, it comes back and it says, "This is the, la- of lo- this is the last year's Players Championship." I was like, "Oh no!" Oh, no! You're, you're pretty, buddy, but you're not a thinker. Yeah, it sucked. I, I thought there was a glimmer of hope. It was um, dark.
2: And you joked last week that we were going to be the ones to give it to you, and now you've gone in and brought it back from that bar. And brought it into this room. You have coronavirus, correct.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? You couldn't
2: have told us that before we made out before the
0: podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like well. to keep things interesting. <laughs> I thought we said this was going to be a social experiment.
2: I want you to know that you deserve the masters being delayed.
0: Hey, do maternals coming out Friday? Come on, <laughs> let's go.
2: All right, uh, on this episode of the Winged Wheel Podcast, we are going to pivot to our off-season content a little bit earlier uh, through the suspended NHL season. Uh, we have some more general updates. Brad is itching to rant about society at large. Um and him doing that means I don't have to. And I sometimes get told I'm too grumpy because that's the way my face looks all the time. So it's better if Brad, who seems happier but might not actually be, does it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Red Wings, I suppose. And then uh, we have some fun stuff to uh, uh, planned in terms of prospects in some other interesting content. So we'll be doing our first 2020 official NHL prospect profile, starting with the sleeper um and then sleeper and then we're gonna be doing our own little march madness or at least the start of it uh and then we'll head into overtime all right brad your thoughts on society we're doomed thank you and that has been this episode (laughs) of the winged wheel podcast
1: i feel like you with the medical background should be doing these rants. but uh so i as we were joking about last week i work with the public like managing a retail store so you know a, a very non-essential retail store. I sling hockey gear for a living. Now, it's... It's essential
2: in Canada, but... Yeah, you're you're getting hard, by the way, Ryan. Oh, sorry. Go for through. those who don't understand what Brad's saying, because you're not watching on YouTube, he means my mic, not literally me. Although, I am wearing pajama pants right now, so that would be a dangerous situation. Yeah, it wouldn't leave anything to the imagination. But anyway, so
1: a very non-essential service. All hockey has been canceled in Canada. I still had 200 people walk through the door on Saturday. <laughs> Two hundred people it was half the traffic of the previous year but it should have been zero let me explain something to everybody because when because people would bring it up and talk to me about it which was irritating because i was just trying to uh, interact with as few people as possible that day the general consensus among society is either a it's doomsday and they're buying all the toilet paper to build their literally build their bomb shelter with it because i can't figure out anything else because i don't know why coronavirus doesn't give you the shit so i'm just confused (laughs) And, or B, they're like, oh, I'm healthy adult male or female. I'm, this isn't going to kill me. No, it won't kill you. Now, let me explain to you, Evan.
0: Oh, I don't care.
1: I know you don't. Why you're stupid if you go in public right now. I, myself as an example, let's say some idiot brought it into my work on Saturday. Okay, he's going to be fine. He gives it to me. Okay, I'm going to be fine. I'm going home after work to my four-month-old son. My sister was there who's staying with us at the moment who has a severe respiratory problem. Someone gives me coronavirus, two people are going to get very, very, very sick and there might not be hospital beds. I'm pretty sure my four-year-old will get priority, my four-year-old, my four-month-old will get priority if he had to go in, but this is how it works. And then if I give it to my wife, Now she's got it. If she has complications, one person turns into 16, 16 turns into 64, 64 turns into a goddamn problem. This is what people don't understand. It drives me nuts. I don't give a shit if you will survive.
0: (laughs) There is. uh, (laughs) This has been counting with the count.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do not give a shit if you survive or not, but you're going to give it to people who won't. And that's the reality. And you might not directly give it to you. But if you give it to your friend and your friend gives it to his grandma and his grandma dies, I don't care. It's It sounds harsh. That's on
0: you. This might sound ridiculous, but did you guys see the hashtag that was trending on Twitter about coronavirus? Do I, I want to know? Home? No, it, it was. Don't people put it changed apart. the name from coronavirus to hashtag boomer remover. Oh, I saw boomer remover. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> what's our what's canadian interest rate right now 0.75 yeah i got
0: slashed a whole point last week
2: americans uh that, effective zero right now i don't know wow. i don't
0: know what theirs is yeah
2: it's uh it's a time um but yeah hashtag stay the fuck home
1: <laughs> like i i don't understand how people aren't grasping this if you want to talk numbers Let's say, what's the mortality rate on this, Ryan? You know better than me, 1%?
2: Uh, You know, there's numbers all over the place. I've seen anywhere from like, let's say one to three to be safe. Well, we'll go
1: conservative, 1% to be safe. Yes, that is probably going to be the elderly mostly and probably people with like uh, immune problems or respiratory problems. 1% of the world, they're predicting 40 to 60% of the population is going to get it. Yeah, at some point. Okay, we'll say 40%. Easy number. We'll go conservative. 7 billion people on the face of the earth. 40% of 7 billion. What's that? 3 billion? Roughly? What's 1% yeah. of 3 billion, Ryan? 300 million. Okay. Let's chop that in half to get even Wait, more. no, sorry. 30 million, Ryan. Let's chop that in <laughs> half. A lot of zeros there. Chop that in half to be conservative. Let's say we have medical breakthroughs. It's the- 30 million. It was 30 million, not three hundred. So million. chop that in half again. 15 million. That means 15 million people are going to die because dummies can't stay home. The, the, doctors... Groceries, home. Nobody should be doing anything else right now.
0: I had an upper respiratory illness on Saturday. Don't. Yeah, it was. It it, it it always seems to flare up when I do sports, though. What? What? what is there a punchline here? Or are you being serious? That's the joke. Oh. It flares up when I do sports because I'm out of shape.
2: Yeah, there it is. So, yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> you can do better. Look, nah, I understand. Know it's
0: Sunday. It's late. You don't
2: have competition to be the funniest person on this show, but you still have to hold the title with grace.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the best material doesn't come out Sunday. It's a Saturday night thing. And also
1: the one point I want to make is what I'm hoping happens is that in six months, everybody's like, see, Brad, you were wrong. 15 million people didn't die. You were over-exaggerating. Because, yeah, if everybody follows protocol and doesn't leave the house, 15 million people won't die. That's what I'm hoping for. Don't be stupid, stupid. Stay home. And if you have symptoms... Lock yourself in a goddamn room. I don't care. Just common sense, you morons, even if you're not the one that's going to die from this.
2: Also,
0: follow me on Twitch if you're going to do that.
2: Please stop
0: hoarding the toilet paper. Yeah, like, please. grocery stores
1: are still open. And when you go out, just keep a distance and wash your goddamn hands. So to
0: theirs? And uh, they had a thing. No free ads. Um, They had a sign that said only two paper products allowed per person good which was good Good. yeah i mean there were none but uh, when i
1: went last week which was i forget i was texting you guys while i was in line thursday or friday morning because i just needed actual groceries i was out of food um not oh but like needed groceries so i'm like whatever i'll go stock up now get like a few weeks worth because i'm not leaving i i was only planning on getting like one to two weeks worth until i saw the line was 45 minutes long um only you two will get this but you know the stanley park stairs Mm -hmm. it went to the milk I know where that is. Yeah, it was stupidly long. It wrapped around the whole store. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm buying for three to four weeks now because I ain't coming back to this shit show for as long as I can. Oh,
2: that's sad. You have to go to the Stanley Parks. There's It's the closest. High concentration of locals there.
0: Oh, they're locals. All right.
2: Uh, locals are coming out of the woodwork. Uh, to relate this to hockey, Mark Shafley grew up right near there. Oh, Fun fact. Um, Brad mentioned having a background in this. If anyone wants some good reading just to kind of uh, put things in layman's terms as to why the response is what it is, you know, what to expect, expect, et cetera, et cetera, just tweet at us. Um, I'd be happy to pass that along, but I'm sure there's a ton of coronavirus related content out there. So let's, let's pivot this a little bit towards sports. Uh, One of the biggest stories to come out since um, everything started to escalate justifiably was um who's going to pay the casual part-time uh workers who have now lost all of these hours uh in NHL NBA arenas? Are you doing this rant or am I? Uh you can rant. Honestly, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> tired, so I'll I'll just Oh,
0: do you have a sore throat? <laughs> yeah, fatigue <laughs> is a symptom, Ryan. Oh, I've been in I've had coronavirus my entire life.
2: Yeah, 16 years going on for me. Yeah. Um no, no, I I'll I'll just intro it and then Brad you've you, you can take it away. Usually I get, I'm the one who takes crap for being uh, too angry and too opinionated. So it would be nice to pivot away from that for just a couple episodes. Can people really get angry at me though? I'm literally trying to keep society alive. That's,
1: that's my rant. Don't kill people. Um, so with I know people will yell at me, you extremist alarmist bastard. It's not actually that bad. It's a government conspiracy trying to tank the economy. This is somehow Bernie Sanders and or Donald Trump's fault. I don't know which one, but someone's doing this. It's
2: actually Evan's fault. He just wants to buy a cheap house. Yeah, I do too, actually. That would help. Can you imagine this is what comes of all this is
0: you two end up getting houses? I mean, it will interest rates. I don't ever remember it being this low. Anyhow, uh, gas is at eighty cents a liter. Yes, someone who buys premium really enjoys that. Do you buy premium for your car? Yes, it has. He's
2: definitely a billionaire. (laughs) Eat the Evan. hashtag Eat the Evan. Anyhow, speaking of billionaires, um, teams teams have been slowly trickling in, announcing that they're either paying out those staff or putting together some kind of fund to cover their lost wages for the remainder of the games for the season. Not all the teams. Uh, in some situations across the leagues, they've uh, it's been players setting up funds or chipping in. In some situations, it's been GoFundMes. In some situations, it's been fans. Um, a lot of situations, it's been the owners, which has been good, but not all of the situations. Mm, a minority of the situations. The Red Wings are one of the few teams in the NHL who where the owners are just directly paying the employees. I think you no, know, they have a $1 million fund set up. That's still... But they have uh, it's it, I, it's it's gotten up to quite a few of the teams. I wouldn't say a minority are doing this. I'm last not actually I, sure of the numbers. Last I, think I saw, they
0: pivoted as well. Did they? I think. I think Yeah, because
1: yeah. uh, Winnipeg. I was reading today isn't because someone posted Mark Chipman's worth 500 million dollars, but they're not paying their part-time employees
2: their 15 an hour while they're off because you know. That's, I tweeted out um, billionaires. Um, give up an, an, a trivial amount of your otherworldly wealth to keep your employees alive in the face of unprecedented crisis challenge. And I immediately had four people unfollow me.
1: It is Well, people are opinionated about everything. It's fine because we can sit here and say these millionaire, billionaire assholes are not paying their employees. So that makes them assholes. People go, they have no obligation to do so. To which technically and legally you are correct. Ethically, you're still an asshole, but legally, <laughs> you're correct. But people will still make that argument because God forbid you want to pay people a living wage so they can survive when they're not working. Um, I was reading a land one landlord association's trying to like enforce like crackdown on late payments this month because they know people will. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. Is there this is hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and it's really showing the true colors of anybody in society. Because if anybody's Doing anything to actively damage society, i.e. going out in public while not caring about a quarantine or self-isolation, they're calling it. A billionaire not willing to give up, you know, the equivalent of pocket change to him to pay his employees. It It's horrifying. It's going to open up the eyes of the world right now. And, you know, maybe in the grand scheme, this will be a good thing because it will open everybody's eyes to a lot of things.
2: Hopefully. For the for the, there's legislation being passed in both Canada and the United States. Um, those two countries, uh, economic and political systems obviously work drastically differently. So without getting into the thick of it, they cover people in different ways. Uh, in Canada, we can say one thing that they did is they waived, essentially. they they are waiving, I believe, the two-week period to claim unemployment insurance. So mm-hmm. you can just start getting those payments right away. The United States, uh, I'm not completely familiar with that legislation, but regardless, um, stuff is. They being are put-
1: doing something. Thankfully,
2: there's there's uh, measures being put into place, but as you can guess, that doesn't always cover everyone. And when you work in a unique situation like sports, where the steps between employee and the billionaire owner is so much more uh, compact than like a mega corporation um, like Nestle or whatever it might be, um, it's one of those things where you you are so visible and you're such a part of the public uh conversation and, and it's not unfortunate i think sports are a big part of society um this is sports are, are one of the biggest conversations that people are having right now like the lack of entertainment out there so people's eyes are on this and it's like you know just even from a business standpoint pay the money out man so what? You're not making the revenue on these games. Everyone is suffering because of this. The global economy is making a hit. The only people making any kind of money are the jerks who went and hoarded the hand sanitizer and, and the toilet paper and tried selling it before they got brought down for racketeering. Or not yeah. racket, price gouging, whatever it is. I'm not a lawyer. Um, my lawyer is a dog. Um, it's not... It's it, people have this conception and I'm dealing with this right now, uh, like watch seeing what companies are like around us or sending people home from work. They're like, oh, well, we have an extraordinary business need or, you know, this is our situation. It's different. No, no, no. The virus doesn't care what your business need is. It doesn't care how important it is that you get this done or save this money or, or bring this staff in to do X, Y or Z. No, it will be transmitted if you put yourself in a situation to have it transmitted. And people are going to suffer because they aren't going to be able to get a paycheck. So some humanity would be nice. And it has been good to see it where we've been seeing it, but it has been disappointing to see the lack thereof in situations where it would just be such an easy decision to just do the right thing, bite the bullet, if it even is a bullet to bite based on your wealth. Like Mark
1: Chickman of the Jets, who's not paying in place, worth $500 million dollars. Say he set up a million dollar fund like the Red Wings did. Is that that much money to him? Really? 500 million? And you can't fork over, what, one five hundredth of that? What's one five hundredth of what I'm worth?
2: Like six cents? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let's do 0.06 times 500. Uh, You have $30 on you right now? (laughs) No, I do not. So it's less than that. (laughs) Moneybags over here.
0: Oh, geez.
2: Uh, No, I'd be like cents. And yeah, these are complicated things. Yes, value doesn't mean your liquid wealth. Yes, sometimes there's legislation. Sometimes, for example, the uh, some of the employees at the LCA are actually contracted out to a company owned by Jeremy Jacobs, the owner of the Boston Bruins. These things are more nuanced than that. But who is not paying his employees? By the way, <clears throat> silent or uh, a silent moment for all of our collective shock and moving on um that's all i have to say about jeremy jacobs uh it's speaking in generalities just look out for one another and please for the love of god stop buying all the damn toilet paper buy all the toilet paper stocks yeah well they might be at a a peak right now (laughs) i don't know much about stocks um okay that's that do we have any other comments about you know coronavirus in general nope how are you feeling
0: Throat's a little itchy, but you I'll piece be of okay. Shit.
2: Honestly, a pile of garbage, this guy. And the
1: thing with him is I don't know if he's joking or not. because no, you know he's, he's
2: kind of sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Ugh>. Oh, gosh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he meant to joke about that, but it was actually real.
0: Yeah, I guess you'll never know.
2: Okay. Uh, prospect Profile. Let's get into it. We are officially going to start our 2020 NHL draft, which is happening on TBD 2020. Um, August, we'll say. Yeah, maybe. Based
1: on that update, the one rec- the
2: CD- recommendation the CDC made today. So
1: let's so, push everything back two months.
2: We are going to start uh, doing player-by-player <laughs> draft profiles. And we'll always revisit if necessary. But in general, these are our uh, insights into the players, where they would fit on fit in on the Red Wings. Um what to look forward to with them, where they might go in the draft, anything related to uh, their time in this NHL draft. So we're going to start with, uh, like I mentioned, one of the sleepers, uh, one Alexi Lafreniere. We're going to start easy on this one. Yeah, we're going to start easy. It doesn't mean we're going to go down in order of the rankings. No, we're going to jump around. Last year, we got lucky that we even profiled the Red Wings draft pick, so we're going to do a little bit of a scattershot here to make sure we catch everyone. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, One prospect per episode between now and August.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be through five rounds of the draft.
1: <laughs> we are going to be screaming for a guy when the Red Wings are picking like first pick in the 6th round.
0: Haslem's
2: going to be like, "Yeah, fine, whatever." I don't sure we'll be yeah because we might be there so we may be in the (laughs) igor Shmoleev. yeah i don't know who that is but you guys seem passionate in the bulgarian third league yeah Yeah. has unfortunately set shut down due to COVID 19
1: only recently got a pair of hockey skates and is already moving pretty well the stock (laughs) is high uh
2: just now discovered to put the gloves on the correct hands currently he was only wearing one glove and it was backwards anyhow uh alexi lafreniere (laughs) brad you can start off Can we start by establishing uh, a few terms so
1: everybody can talk about this when we talk about this over the next however many months? Generational player. A player that is so good, they come around on average once in a generation. I would argue there's only two in the NHL currently, maybe three.
2: Three. It's definitely three.
1: Yeah, I would put Ovechkin in there. Crosby, McDavid being the obvious ones.
0: This guy. Yeah, I'd put Ovechkin in there.
2: Man, he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. But I will give you, it is anomalous to have three in a current generation. Yeah. Crosby and Ovechkin coming at the same time was weird. Yeah. So, franchise player. A
1: player who is likely to be the best player in your franchise. Doesn't mean he's good enough to take that franchise to the cup, but... He's probably, on most NHL teams, going to be your best player, unless okay. he's playing with a Crosby, McDavid, or Ovechkin.
2: Consider, when you're looking for draft picks, consider franchise player to be the best ever ever outcome that's how rare generational talents are yeah franchise player
1: is what you're aiming for
2: franchise player austin matthews franchise player jack eichel
0: patrick kane patrick kane
2: like these are guys where uh, leon Jonathan erickson oh yeah absolutely jonathan erickson right now (laughs) yeah
0: and yeah um
2: who are some other guys like like yeah and then
1: an elite player is going to play on your top like line. Elite top. superstar
2: making $11 million a year, like that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, but not a Mitch Marner, uh, a Dylan Larkin. Like good enough to play on your top line, probably top 15 to 20 at their position in the league. Larkin is on the low end fringe of that. Larkin's
2: definitely Detroit's franchise player right now. No, he's an elite. Elite. Player. Oh, oh, oh I, would, you're doing I would elite right now. Elite. I'm doing elite right now. I would no. not call Larkin a franchise player. I would say. As much as I love that I player. would say Joe Thornton in his time was elite. Maybe he sometimes want heart. He won a heart. Okay, yeah, He yeah. won a heart. He we forget
1: in. how good Joe Thornton was. Um, but no, yeah, so top line player probably driving that line. I didn't realize he'd moved on. So yeah. Alexi Lafreniere is projected to be a franchise player, not a generational talent, because when I start getting on the Lafreniere hype train, people are like, oh, you think he's Crosby McDavid? No, I do not. I think he could be on the same plane as an Austin Matthews. I don't think he's a comparable player to Austin Matthews. They have two vastly different styles. But if you're looking at in terms of what the impact could be on the on the team, the organization, that's what I'm looking at with Alexi LaFranche. He's like
0: a Crosby light. He really is. He is good at
1: everything and elite at, at th- processing the game. That is what sets him apart. He's got a really good shot, but he does definitely doesn't have the best shot in this draft. He's got really good hands. They're probably not the best hands in this draft. He's a pretty an above average skater, but definitely far from the best skater in here. He's a very physical player, but he's definitely not the most physical player in this draft. But the way his brain puts it all together on the ice puts him at a completely different level of every player in this draft. He just, like Crosby does, he just sees things that people would never process. I remember watching Canada at the world juniors. There was a big, he was on the, on the left half wall. There was a big cluster F of opponents between him and the net. And, but he just made one quick step around the guy took a backwards angle, kind of away from the net, but the lane opened up and it turned, he got to the slot, made a pass, turned into a goal. It, it was a play I could watch 10 times and there's not another player in this draft maybe even the past couple drafts, who would even see that lane, that lane that was not yet open, but about to open up because of where the players were moving. It's insane. And that is why he's the best player in this draft because raw tools by fields better. That's the reality, but he doesn't process the game like Lafreniere does.
2: And that's the kind of uh, comparison that really drives home, you know, when we talk about hockey IQ, it's almost like a meme at this point on this podcast, like hockey IQ, how he thinks the game, like you can make a full episode of us just saying those random phrases in any random order, and you can put 90 minutes of that, put it out there. Please, no one take your, no one do that. I think you guys are weird enough to do it. Please, for the love of God, don't. But for a guy's vision and how he processes the game being able to launch him not only above another player whose raw tools are uh you know supposedly better but so far ahead where there's no world he's not going first overall that really drives home how much intelligence um is important to a player this is an extreme example and i'm not making a comparison here so please don't do that um, you can pick any single player, other superstar that Wayne Gretzky went up against and say that person had a better shot, that person was a better passer, that person was faster. Wayne Gretzky is the most brilliant player to ever play the game, and that's what made him the great one. He saw and processed the game in a way that was almost freaky. That's what made guys like Pavel Datsu stand out, like the Sedins when they played together, like the way they processed things and the way they would – put the puck where people were going to be or see a play develop before the players who are part of it even knew it was going to develop that's what makes players special and it's really rare and hard to see that in a draft prospect sometimes guys develop it over time but to see it this early is why lafrenier has no conservative projection to him right now
1: just think of how good quinton byfield tim stutzla Lucas Raymond, Marco Ross, Jimmy Drysdale are. Just think of how excited everybody is to draft those guys and how impactful they're going to be on their teams. And they're not even in consideration to dethrone
2: Lafreniere. Good things about Lafreniere outside of that are he's already 6'1, 192. So he,
0: he likes to mix it up too. Yeah, he
2: does. He, he plays in, in, in the tough areas of the ice. He doesn't kind of just float away from grinding out a puck battle or, or getting to a dirty corner where he's not able to break out, which is good. And he's good defensively and he's like mantha too he's got a mean streak he does he's not afraid he knows he's better than everyone and he's not afraid to bully you to get the puck he's not afraid to you know throw an elbow or whatever it is Uh, he's crossed the line a couple times this year oh yeah he He got suspended did he not twice twice yeah um plays on the wing but you know when you're as good as he is that's a guy who can drive the line if frick if he was playing goalie if he wanted to yeah um if you're looking at weaknesses in his game, one that was talked about for a long time was his skating. Cause he's not the fastest skater, but it looks like he's developed almost And Evan. You made this comparison, like Crosby, like a Crosby esque explosion, like his first few strides, like the power he's able to generate kind of offsets his lack of like top end speed. He's quick. Yeah. So if you're able to do that and explode past guys in tight spaces, it doesn't really matter if you're not, if you don't have high end speed, he's not going to be Connor McDavid out there. But if you can push through some traffic with hands and vision... Do you know who else doesn't have high end speed? Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although Sidney Crosby did not stop getting more powerful for like the first oh, no. 12 years of his career. His that was l- freaky. His
1: leg strength is just absurd. And yeah. Hey, Lafreniere might get there. Uh, ankle injuries be damned. Yeah. Um, and he, we're talking about all this stuff that he does on the ice. And again, I wouldn't put his raw tools as the best in this draft, but they're still really
2: damn good like his hands are unreal he's uh you know what i like about him a lot is that he doesn't his bread and butter isn't one specific part of the game like we talk about his vision and his playmaking he doesn't always rely on that and we've seen him snipe in traffic with a guy directly on him with perfect gap control but he doesn't always rely on that he can do every single thing on the ice so whether you're respecting him and giving him space or you're playing him aggressively he can still make you hurt
0: he excels at every sin- single situation in in the game. One hundred gets thrown his way because he has the complete skill set. Mm-hmm. He will
1: be on the ice in the last minute of a game, lead or deficit. He will be on the power play. He will be on the penalty kill. He'd be in every five and five situation, offensive zone draws, neutral zone draws, would he defensive make
0: zone. shoot up lineup.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Is
2: wait, hold on. Is Franz Nielsen still a wing next year?
0: I <laughs> don't. Probably <laughs>
1: then absolutely
2: not. And even even more pertinent question: Is there a next year? That's true. <laughs> Why are we
0: wasting our time on draft prospects?
2: <laughs> we're we're starting our draft profiles when the draft's going to be in November. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is, despite how how highly we're speaking of Lafreniere, I'm still putting him on that like Austin Matthews level of franchise player, and that does not mean say he gets drafted to the Red Wings or the Kings or the Senators. He steps in next year, puts up. 100 points i'll put money my my bet on the table right now he wins rookie of the year next year uh and that's
1: very possible because unlike jack hughes he's a late birthday he's the same age as jack hughes he's going to be stepping into the nhl as a 19 year old so he's, he's going to be advantage. more physically developed and yeah so it's like he went back to junior for an extra year of seasoning which is almost
2: literally what happened he almost went and played in europe this year because he could have like austin matthews did yeah he just don't I, I always want to put it out of everyone's mind. Get rid of your expectations if they're based on how Crosby, Ovechkin or McDavid stepped into this. Yes, league.
1: he's going to have a 50 to 60 point rookie season, not a hundred. Because yeah. that doesn't happen. He anymore. could, he
2: could, but it's just not
1: likely. I could see if he goes to a team like the Red Wings, there's no team like the Red Wings right now. If he goes to the Red Wings, he's immediately on their in their top six getting significant minutes in every situation. I wouldn't be shocked if he's a point per game player i wouldn't bet money
0: on it but it wouldn't be the craziest thing i've ever seen he's almost the guy right away yeah he is the focal point of the team
1: yeah and given how dominant the red wings top line is it's more likely than not if he does make get drafted by the red wings he's playing on the second line with guy one and guy two which is
0: probably for the best yeah
1: um so but he will be on the first power play unit, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I'm guessing his rookie season, where he ends up, is going to be in the 50 to 60-point range, which is great. It's
2: phenomenal for a rookie.
0: Unless Chicago falls the first, and then he's playing with Patrick Kane.
2: At which point, I think we should just go back and cancel the season, For yeah. being
0: honest. I'm going to be coughing on everyone.
2: <laughs> it's
0: not funny. I know. I-
2: it is extremely funny. And also not. Um, I still love the meme of Ohio officially quarantined. Did we talk about that last episode? Yeah, Ohio's a
1: fit, Not because of coronavirus, just because it's Ohio.
2: (laughs) I feel so bad because so many of our listeners are in Ohio. And you're allowed to fire back at me. But you also, you're in Ohio. Oh, Abby found her toy. Abby's living her best life right now. My brother's here. She just met. And she loves you two dorks more than most people. She is thrilled. You know how much more friendship she's going to have now with pandemic in plan? Right. any yeah, place it's you're, a dog's you're
0: here life all the time yeah it's a dog's life
1: do you know i've been more tired because i've been spending so much more time at home because man mika really doesn't stop yes we know i've been in ultimate dad mode for like triple
2: time i was gonna my first thought when we had to cancel um grand rapids in detroit was ah i have really now will have not seen mika or hank in a while i should go see them i shouldn't go see them there's a pandemic Yes. But when things are better, I should go see. We should go see them. Buddy, wait till you see Hank. Big boy. A truck. Absolute unit. (laughs) Legitimately as big as a a child twice his age. Okay, so we're going to do this part because we're going to do it in future um, draft profiles. But as a wrap up on the friend year, any final notes before we talk about this final draft position?
1: Are we going to, with the prospect, are we going to talk about the range they are likely going to be
2: drafted? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting. Okay,
1: one to one.
2: I think there's an opportunity. There is not. <clears throat> no, no. no. It, like, hear me out. I think there's an opportunity. There's no opportunity. He's going first overall. Evan, your take? Yes. Yeah, wow. That's the most relevant Evan's yes has ever been. Actually, if anyone has started to do that whole episode of us um, just saying things like hockey IQ the way he thinks the game, see how long of an episode you can make with just Evan saying, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's a free one for you. Um,
1: okay. That, that put it over the hour and a half mark. <laughs>
2: Our first draft profile, yeah, we started with a gimme. Um, it's easy to talk about him because he does everything right and he's the perfect prospect, which is Lafrenier. We
0: gotta get the engine warmed up.
2: We gotta get the engine warmed up. Uh and Evan's throat is hurting today for some reason. So we're going to just give him a little bit of a break. All right. Now, with the uh draft lottery, although we don't know that's how it's gonna work right now, although I presume the lottery is the one mainstay of all this that there will still be a lottery in the end everyone who's no, hoping for a reverse order there's no time they're gonna have to do reverse order stop giving people hope <laughs> uh, i'm gonna do two things here one uh just a tankathon for fun because have I, we like, got one yet on no, the first try i don't i i don't think so and i will do one now and fourth uh anaheim ottawa ottawa so the red wings draft fourth so what i have done here because we don't have any march madness basketball right now Hold on, can i
1: just point out that both of ottawa's like we've had more double ottawa. with double ottawa than we've had detroit yes it's rigged
2: it's rigged God. um because we don't have any march madness right now i'm gonna do our own version of the little mini march madness brackets and another gimme to start off with is because detroit's most likely pick is fourth overall I have pulled the last 16 fourth overall picks in the NHL. Uh, did you just see the tweet that someone said to You know to there's us?
0: 64 teams. And yeah, yeah, but we I don't have time to do. The one with Evan in a toilet bowl.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. Um, we don't have time for 64 teams. <laughs> his eyes rolled so far they went into the back of his head there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll start with fourth overall picks here. <laughs> should we do? No, we <laughs> should. Of
1: course we should do fourth overall.
2: We should have done six. Yeah, we should have done top four from the last 16 drafts. But then Connor McDavid would win. So we're going to do all of the last 16 fourth overall picks. I'm going to randomize the seeds. We're not going to randomize them in order. Uh, and those in in no particular order are Jesse Pugliarvi, Griffin Reinhardt, Adam Larson, Sam Bennett, Benoit Pugliat, Thomas Hickey, uh, Brady Kitchuk, Andrew Ladd, Ryan Johansson, uh, Evander Kane, Bowen Byram, Kale McCarr, Alex Petrangelo, Seth Jones, Mitch Marner, Nicholas Backstrom.
1: Ooh, this is going to be good.
2: Randomize the seeds, and I am generating a bracket and it's just making sure i am not a robot trying to devastate their website i wasn't anticipating it taking taking this long so how are you guys doing today
0: it really thinks you're a robot eh?
2: yeah it really does it thinks i'm trying to put in a ddos
1: i'm a human i'm a human male
2: (laughs) Um, some of you got that reference and you're good people when this eventually loads, we will go round by round and pick an eventual winner. Majority just
0: rules if we disagree on one. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's why we have three people here. Sure. That's that's why we force both you and Evan to show. Up. Sure, mean, it's
0: working. Sh- it's, it's. Should we it's just too skip long. Griffin Reinhardt?
2: Yeah, he's out. What if he goes
1: up against uh, Puli <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can oh well, he's at least played games. Yeah, Griffin Reinhardt. So well, this uh, actually isn't loading. So. Who knows?
0: This is why you don't do live demos. That's I know one thing I've learned in my life. Oh no! I just lost the entire. Every time episode. I do a live demo, it doesn't work.
2: Um. Okay, I eventually got it working. Uh, I've randomized the seeds, and we are going to now go and uh, do this top sixteen bracket. This is the easy. Like I just saw the first three matchups. There's gonna be no debates on those ones, Ryan. You did this too well. First seed, which I think is actually literally the first seed if we had to do this is nicholas backstrom up against 16 seed adam larson seth jones against uh, jesse puliarvi andrew ladd against bowen byram alex that one could be interesting alex petrangelo against benoit Pugliat brady kachuk against mitch marner Kale mccarr against sam bennett evander kane against ryan Johansson. and that griffin- could be good griffin Reinhart against thomas Hickey.
0: i didn't even know what they are just tell us what the first one is
2: Nick Backstrom against Adam Larson.
0: All right, next. Nick Backstrom. Nick Backstrom,
2: quite obviously, is going to be moving on. Uh, Are we doing the
1: full bracket or just run one of the bracket today?
2: Like, oh, we're going to go the full. There's only 16 people. Oh, hell.
1: All right.
2: Yeah. Uh, Seth Jones against Jesse Pugliarvi. Seth Jones. Quite obviously. So that's going to be Backstrom versus Jones next round. Okay. Andrew Ladd against Bowen Byram. Andrew
1: Ladd's had a better career than people give him credit for. Bowen Byram hasn't played an NHL game. If I were a betting man, I would bet Bowen Byram will have a better NHL career. But can we really place that bet already? Andrew Ladd's won cups, been significant parts, been captains of NHL teams.
0: How many uh, games has Andrew Ladd played? I will Uh, look that up for you right now.
2: Got to be close over.
0: It's close. It's it's a ton.
2: Got to be a thousand ish. Nine hundred and fifty. Five hundred and or sorry, two hundred and. 538 points in 950 games 249 goals 289 points i don't know guys and one stanley cup
0: i feel bad for the right Yep. some of the more recent fourth round draft picks or fourth overall picks i feel bad for because it's kind kind of unfair if someone hit 16 15 years ago on their fourth overall pick you guys are a lot, like, there's no rules against this. I'm not I saying know, who's I, done
2: better over their career. Like, who would you put, like, it's just plain plain and simple. Who would you rather have?
1: Right,
2: right now, Bowen Byron. But if you guaranteed me a player of Andrew Ladd's caliber with a... I'm making this difficult by saying there's no
0: right now. You, you know reverse. what? I'll
1: say Andrew Ladd underperformed for a fourth overall pick because I would have hoped better than a half a point per game. So I'll go Bowen Byron. I'll go upside here.
0: I'm going Andrew Ladd. The percentage of people who actually play games in the NHL is so minuscule. The percentage of players who play 900 plus is even smaller. Um, and to get that sort of serviceability out of a fourth overall pick is incredible. So yeah, but I don't Andrew look Latt.
1: at I don't look at serviceability at fourth overall. I'm hoping for an impact player at fourth overall, which he was
0: for I a very think, brief. I think he.
2: Was, I think Andrew Ladd was an impact player. Brief. He was a
0: hot commodity for a little bit. Yeah, he had his years,
2: but were they fourth overall? years that's tough because i agree with what evan's saying um but i will bank right now on byram doing better over the course how of his long career. is
0: andrew Ladd's career gone when was he drafted oh
2: four uh he would have been one of the latest ones yeah uh he was drafted in oh four yeah so by he is our
0: first person drafted out of the 16
2: yeah Alright, I'm I'm actually gonna give this one to Byron. I'm sorry, Evan. Alex Petrangelo against Benoit Pouliot. Next. Alex Petrangelo. Brady Kachuk against Mitch Marner. That's Mitch an easy Marner. one. Mitch Marner. Uh Kale McCarr against Sam Bennett. Yeah, easy. Kale McCar. It's gotta be yes. Kale McCarr. If we gave Byram over Lad, it's gotta be McCarr over Bennett. Evander Kane against Ryan Johansson. Okay, this one I like. Uh, Okay, so Evander Kane, 713 NHL games, 242 goals, 250 assists, 457 points, and 946 penalty minutes. Uh, I will pull up Johansson's stats for us here right now. I don't know what you guys are are thinking, but... I think both of them are overrated for what they are as players and what their contracts are paying them, so this is fun. 660 games, uh, 442 points for Ryan Johansson. So they're pretty close to the same points per game-ish in the same realm. Yeah, yeah. I, I Johansen's is better, but um they've essentially have the same games played within like a season's worth of games, uh, not too far off on points either. Johansson's in the penalty box half as much. Um and has more of a uh playoff presence, although I wouldn't exactly blame that on, on Evander Kane.
1: I am a fan of the sandpaper. Uh, that Evander Kane brings, but I'm not a fan of the sideshow that he brings, so I'm going with Joe Hanson here.
0: Evander Kane one-punched Matt Cook. It's Evander Kane.
1: Oh, that's a good That's a good take, actually.
0: It's tough. You
2: can never forget the greatest one-punch we've seen in the modern NHL.
0: That made my nipples hurt. Just uh,
2: yeah,
1: it. but uh, Evander Kane also gave us that uh, window of closing the shower memes,
2: so...
0: Uh, what's what
2: when Dustin (laughs) Dustin
0: Bufflin threw his tracksuit in the shower
2: uh I'm gonna go Johansson here because the tie break goes to the center not all the time I'm just a
0: man of the people you are apparently
2: you really are all right so that's uh Johansson and he will be going up against the winner of Griffin Reinhardt and Thomas Hickey that's an easy winner for Thomas Hickey yeah because he played a few seasons in the league yes all right we're gonna go backwards here. Uh, Ryan Johansson against Hickey in the round of eight. Well, Ryan Johansson. That's yep. Not... Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, Mitch Marner versus Kale McCarr. Oh my God, that's tough. I don't think it
1: is. I like. I'm going Mitch Marner because he's he's got a longer track record. But I can't sit here and say I'm convinced Mitch Marner will be the better player over the course of their careers.
0: Kale McCarr is putting up ridiculous numbers and defense are far, defense of his potential caliber and even where he's at right now are so few and far between. I'm going Kale McCarr.
2: I think you can make a reasonable argument and say, Kale McCarr, if you have to pick a rookie, in the NHL right now, Kale McCarr is one of them who could have the same trajectory so far as Mitch Marner.
0: He's better than Mitch Marner in his, if they were both rookies. Uh, I don't know. Marner's a hell of a... No, no. Play. He's saying if Marner, if was, Marner was a Marner's uh, rookie year. I don't think Mar- Marner had a pretty big rookie year, did he not? Kale McCar's putting... His is a historic... But uh, Mitch Marner's
1: rookie year also came at age 19. McCarr is 20 or 21. Mitch Marner is a guy who can put up 100 points in a given year.
0: So could Kale McCarr. Uh, look at the team he's playing on
1: oh yeah but that's being carried by the team mitch marner could go on colorado and put up 120 points too
2: well why doesn't he that okay this is a tough one because i think mccarr could do this but the fact that marner is doing it is what's giving me the tie break for him right now
0: well don't be a pussy tell us (laughs) what you're gonna say
2: it's mitch marner for me i think he's one of the better playmakers in the entire nhl and uh i'm fully aware that mccarr could continue to progress at an astronomical rate and make me look stupid for deciding that um okay bowen byron versus alex petrangelo petrangelo yes yeah you have to go petrangelo on that one uh nick backstrom against seth jones oh that's good it's sad because you you can't pick against nick backstrom here
1: is he the most criminally underrated player in the league i think has been for a decade because he plays with ovechkin he's
0: been underrated since he came into the league he leads
1: his draft in points if i'm not mistaken
0: that's gonna be a ryan
2: oh
1: you want me to look that up right now yeah 2006 draft you could i'm trying to remember because that was eric johnson first overall he's got to be up there if not first you really
2: remember that right away eh? yeah who was it who else was that draft 2006 nhl draft uh most points nick backstrom with 927 second most phil kessel then claude Giroux. then jonathan tates then brad marchand
0: that's a good draft yeah jordan out-
2: Stahl, milan lucic
0: One of those is not like the others, but I understand.
2: Yeah, I'm just naming them. Nicholas Backstrom is going to hit a thousand career points next season, if there is a next season. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, doing
0: that. Um. Yeah, I feel bad for Seth Jones in this because he is such a good defenseman or just good player in general. But if you go against Nick Backstrom, I'm going to cough on you.
2: (laughs) All right, and uh, we are into our uh, final four here. So uh, Nick Backstrom against Alex Petrangelo. Nick Backstrom. Backstrom.
0: It sucks because Petrangelo is so good, and he absolutely 100% deserves to go to the finals, but he he just came up against a stronger opponent.
2: And Ryan Johansson against Mitch Marner. Simple. Mitch Marner.
0: Mitch Marner is getting the bracket where... uh, all the uh, number
2: one, two, and three seeds got upset before he. He's got, got to them. an easier <laughs>
0: path. There's an easier path,
2: and our finals of our uh, fourth overall NHL pick historical March Madness. Nick Backstrom against Mitch Marner. Uh,
1: Nick Backstrom is everything we hope Mitch Marner will be.
0: He's Mitch Marner realized.
2: Could Mitch Marner surpass Backstrom over the course of his career? Sure, yeah, but absolutely. it won't
0: be by a lot if he does.
2: Nick Backstrom, like Brad said, is probably the most criminally underrated player of his generation. It's Nick Backstrom. And I know it's a
1: team sport, and this is an individual competition, but still,
2: Nick's got his ring. You like that. You like that you're able to do that, huh? It's because Brad's actually an engineer. That's his engineering ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) His iron ring.
2: All right. That's our. That was an easy bracket. Won? Nick, Nick Backstrom. Backstrom. I know. Yeah. Oh. You didn't you're, say You're it. being dun, funny. Da,
1: dun, dun, that
2: wasn't bad. That was kind of fun. Yeah. We'll have to think of more of those. Uh, hey. Let us know if you want us to keep hey. doing that. If not, we'll never do it again.
0: Next tankathon, if we get third, we, we can, can do, do third.
2: Third is our least likely pick.
1: No, we can't go based on tankathons because we will just continually
2: <laughs> do
0: fourth with new brackets. We'll just do fourth overall pick. Oh, 16 three. years in the future. Oh, oh that's no.
2: Right. Oh, three to eighty sevens up next. Look, Hank Crisco is a great skater, but I just don't think he has the finishing. Of, oh, His my son, God. He's he, Darren Helm.
0: He's too big to play in the NHL. He's got the Eric Lindros syndrome.
2: I know he's going to be more excited. I was telling uh, people I actually have told a lot of people about how uh, you're not a big guy, but your child's a big guy and it's going to give you back problems. And Mika is also really tall for her age. I am rattled. <laughs> I cannot wait for Brad to be the shortest person in his house.
0: It's a very realistic possibility. What's the meme where it's like me playing video or my brother playing video games with me Uh and it's like it's like the the normal character and then the other one without the torso and it's like a little... It's Keanu. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna yeah. Be, oh, is that Keanu? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's Keanu what, and on stage with Keanu, like the little mini Keanu.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's Brad and Brad's kids. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's going to be Brad. <laughs> or Brad's what? kids and
2: then Brad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, For the
1: I... next few years, while they're still smaller than me, I am just going to dangle and dunk on them in every sport we play because it's not going to last long.
2: Yeah, but what if we put you up in a spelling bee right now with, with Mika? Who would win that? Dude, that was like one of my strengths in elementary school. Patron exclusive. I've legitimately <laughs> won spelling bees. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Spelling bees out in on Ontario don't count I for anything. I grew up in
1: Kitchener. You know this.
2: Yeah. Stanley Park, though. Ew. No, I didn't <laughs> grow
1: up in Stanley Park. I grew up in Country Hills. <laughs> it's not much better, <laughs> but it's better. <laughs>
2: this is coming from someone who grew up in Windsor. Fair. I, all I got from that was lung disease, Brad. That's fair. Should we head over to overtime? Okay. Yeah, let's head over to overtime. Uh, Thank you all for bearing with us. Like we said, we're going to be doing a few different things to fill the air here. So we're going to be continuing our draft profiles. Uh, We're going to be doing fun things like that March Madness bracket. We're going to be doing redrafts. Uh, It's not going to be the same thing every time. And we appreciate you guys passing along your recommendations. So please uh, continue to do so uh we're gonna head over over to overtime starting with our patreon uh comments those patreon supporters get their comments read out on air as our way of saying thank you for supporting the show antonio gracia says with all the panic buying uh happening i'm curious if you had to panic buy hockey equipment what would be the equivalent of toilet paper sock tape
0: Sock as tape yeah if
2: you
1: have to use sock tape you have ill-fitting equipment and that's your fault um look at this guy a hockey elitist fight me i use zero clear tape when i get ready
0: i use clear tape because i got the skinniest little freaking calf, so i gotta just rip it on there yeah i have really skinny legs
1: i know how to fix that problem for both you how
2: it's called the gym i squat no no no. i have like my my thighs and my ass are huge but my half raises
0: i'm sorry i got got 50 minutes at lunch to work out
2: you think calf raises actually grow your calves calf raises are a bit are a scam from big gym for you want calf raises for size calves and lats are fake muscles i'll put it out there right now seated calf raises hits the trunk there you go buddy your trunk i'll hit the trunk there you go
1: buddy that you want big calves? seated calf raises not standing this is uncomfortable
2: i don't like brad talking about my big calves
0: yeah it's true
1: you're you're this is your motivation buddy you're soon to be big calves you're welcome
2: it's a scam. Lats I can't go to
0: the gym because it's at work.
2: Uh, I got a I I can't from the go gym. to the gym because we're in a pandemic. I got a message from the gym saying they're li- limiting it to twenty people at a time, in there, which is twenty more than I was anticipating. I put my gym membership on freeze.
1: So our gym
0: membership's down to employees only.
1: I uh my I worked out at home this morning, which was just a lot of core, a lot of push ups, and I have a band for my shoulder rehab. I figured out a way with a door to do lat pull downs with that. <laughs>
2: it wasn't great but it was something uh the dog found her squeaky toy again thanks for keeping the spirits high through all this craziness gregory purple jr says hey guys hope everyone's staying happy uh safe and healthy occurred to me at this rate i wasn't i was actually the last griffin i was at the last griffin's game this year hopefully the season resumes but if it doesn't i'm glad i was lucky enough to see them win on my birthday before everything went to hell no question just wanted to say thanks for the content Mo Mo siders last game as a griffin (gasps) Chris says, hey, guys, let's talk about some prospect traits. What do you think is a trait you can't be lacking moving into the NHL? I think with how the game is played, it's skating. Skating ability lets the prospect reach his full potential in my eyes. On the opposite side, what's one trait you think is overrated? Um, should we cue the meme? Uh, hockey IQ.
1: I will take a uh, smart hockey player over any physical trait. Uh, the one trait that is overrated Depending on your role in the team, I'd say I'd say shot. Uh,
2: okay, my boring answer here is: there's no single trait that you absolutely need. No, yeah, but. you can be a good player and not a good, not have high hockey IQ. You can be a frick Your strength isn't skating, and he's the best player in the draft since McDavid. You adapt your style to your thing. Could
1: Patrick Line get by without his shot? No, but uh, I'm trying to think of an example. I would argue Dylan Larkin doesn't have a good shot and he's a point per game player in the nhl he so. shoots about average
2: yeah physicality is my overrated trait
0: yeah yeah
2: probably i'll give it that one anyone Correct can get danger. pissed off anyone you don't need can-
0: be def- you don't need to be physical to separate players from no. the puck uh
2: nicholas lidstrom was probably the second greatest defenseman of all time and he didn't barely ever threw hits and he put the he took pucks from players uh another note Timoshov is anti-dump as it as it gets if Blashill's back next year how long until that's beat out of him or he's healthy scratched no, um October 23rd do you ever see Timashov on the second line for skating and passing yeah on this iteration of the team sure yeah when we're hope next year I would
1: hope not but maybe
2: um I doubt he has a finishing to be on that line, but I think he could rise to the playmaking and be a Filpula type player at his ceiling. Hassam Al-Kassem says, I've been saying I can't wait for this awful season to be over, and now I'm just sad because no hockey. I blame Terry. This is Terry's fault. Garrett TV says, what's up, hockey amigos? No hockey sucks. Anyone want to play? Ticket to Ride online. Wash your freaking hands, hey, people. I have that. You can play online?
0: Yeah, I have it. It was uh, part of the free week That's sweet. Giveaway. Yeah.
2: I bought Uno on my PS4 and no one will buy it and play with me.
0: Yes, that's if, true.
2: If you guys if you guys want to play Uno, I I will literally live stream Uno and play with patrons if you guys if you guys have it on your PS4. That's the most
1: depressing corona information I've heard in this
2: desperate. Let's times. all get wasted and play Uno and that's how we're gonna pass the time. Legit tweet at me if you're gonna play Uno. That's hysterical. Let's do it. I'm not going to play UNO. Yako Ruta says, now I have an idea how to solve the Stanley Cup problem. We have the previous year's champion, St. Louis, go against the best team of the regular season, Boston, in an empty arena. Make it uh, as a two out of three fail or... Yeah, make it... market it as two out of three and have a best of three series. Kyle Sanders says, hey, guys, so far I've managed to avoid getting called into work. I work at a grocery store or chain that rhymes with Loblaws. <laughs> And apparently, all the shelves have been stripped. I've been feeling pretty lucky so far. Social distancing has been a little tough. Only so much cello guy can play, and the baby Doberman has been trying to curb stomp my Shih Tzu. Anywho, do Ryan and Evan gay, uh, give any book recommendations? I'm craving all mediums of entertainment currently. Brad definitely doesn't have time for books, and probably doesn't hasn't read a full book that wasn't a hockey biography since grade eleven. Anyways, that's enough rambling. <laughs> adios, amigos. Wow, that maybe, was maybe, real. <laughs> maybe actually, yeah. That I haven't it. read a book since you know university so i'm no better uh book recommendations there's so many out there i've heard I, I've, I've been wanting to pick up the uh dune series i've heard great things about the dune series and there is a movie coming out uh it's to be directed by uh dennis phil Wave, which should be great
0: i'm the biggest chronic non-finisher of a book of all time i've run out of bookmarks because i just get halfway through or 40 percent through and i just stop university has ruined books oh it does it did because all i would do is read 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 all day yeah and it just reminds me of those terrible dark times
2: tim henderson says idea for hockey content in a hockeyless world could go over different systems and what type of team builds uh, they benefit the most for example i hear about the wings playing low event hockey what do they do to play that way Uh, they suck the they player.
1: have no skill. Ultra conservative tile uh style one man forecheck uh very tight through the neutral zone a collapsed defense system where they don't pressure the puck carrier aggressively one man on one man at a time generally which is good for shot suppression on a good team and absolutely terrible for shot generation because you are very rarely overwhelming the op- opponent and actually getting the puck off of them whereas why a lot of successful teams now are employing the two-man forecheck is they're hoping to swarm overwhelm one opponent and
2: create a turnover um the part that gets me about all of that is the one-man forecheck it's like yeah, shot suppression because your defense sucks, but at what point do you do you just do the whole Pittsburgh Toronto thing and say, "Yeah, we know our defense sucks, so we're going to try to generate as much offense as possible." And yeah. mind you, one line of the Red Wings can carry the puck in reliably. The one line of the Red Wings just beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah um thomas anderson says alternate universe question uh nhl canceled for a full year then we get two number one picks in a row and avoid another season of doom the nhl can't combine two full draft classes it would be nice uh well if you think of something similar ovechkin was drafted a year before crosby but they both have the same rookie season because the 04 lockout dead panda society says this toilet paper situation is terrible so what is an alternative to toilet paper that's funny i'm thinking an old sock or something else would be just dumb i miss Red Wings hockey uh buy a bidet buy a bidet yeah i'm literally sold out of bidets garden hose <laughs> stop with your garden hose man matthew keeler says your family is 100 percent okay but you must be quarantined away from them for two weeks pick one nhl player and one hockey twitter person who you most want to be quarantined with to have the most fun during your two weeks
1: one hockey player. O V.
2: Well, you're going to pick OV. I'll pick someone different for the sake of entertainment
1: value. Uh, my hockey Twitter person. Go for it. It's Down. me, isn't it? Down goes Brown. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Sean McIndoe. He, I would be entertained the entire time there, so the hockey player almost doesn't matter. But for hockey player, uh, I'm going to go for the more dry sense of humor. I'm going to Eric Carlson
0: couple of dads wigging out
2: who are you going to pick if you hit one hockey player three dads technically
0: okay um a hockey player yeah uh, Quarantined with you're one hockey player and one hockey twitter person. I don't I honestly don't think I could hang out with Ovechkin that long no i think the lack of english and just the sheer chaos at one point would just drive me up a wall um that's what people don't get about evan he's actually an old body evan's trying to, evan's
1: trying to figure out what nhl player is the most likely to just sit in the corner and read a book the whole time
2: can <laughs> also does
0: ha- get can mix it up i don't know
2: dougie hamilton. hamilton so you want sid then sid will go out for a round of beers with the It'll boys make my
0: calves bigger
2: again fake stop with the fake nudes
0: yeah okay i'll say i'll say sydney
2: hockey player or tw- hockey to hockey twitter you don't know any hockey Twitter people because you don't go on it. So, you essentially are choosing between Brad and I.
0: <laughs> can I?
2: Can I <laughs> no. I choose, ha- I choose Corona. You have to pick one of us or another hockey Twitter person um, that you can
0: name.
2: Evan, um, just remember, I don't quote tweet myself.
0: Oh, that's so true. Uh couldn't be Ryan. It definitely couldn't be Ryan. Then. Evan, remember, Brad tweets, period. Brad live tweets his tweets for us here. Yeah, he does. Um i will say i'll i'll pick biz nasty that's kind of boring but sid brings like the more calm and normal biz can bring the party and the he fun
2: just, he could just replay that one episode of checklets on loop and be fine
0: oh yeah um player
2: i'll go ov because that's hilarious uh i'm a big fan of morbid humor um so i'm gonna go uh mike and mccurdy on this one Um, Actually, Terry says, Hello again, Winged Wheel podcast and listeners. I'd like to say congratulations and good job on doing a public health segment in your podcast. It was refreshing to get an expert opinion from your public health correspondent. Weirdly, he sounded just like one of you clowns. Remind me again what you do for a living besides pretending to know what hockey is. Um... (laughs) My attempt at bringing the podcast on topic last episode did little to curb the garbage ga- content, so I'll try again. Who is the greatest Red Wing of all time, era adjusted? Regretfully, Terry.
1: Era adjusted
0: of all time? <laughs> yeah. Gordy How played in like seven. Eras. Yeah,
1: so what era are we talking of Gordy here? Um, in their prime. Let's go to their prime. Oh, God. Man. It's still Gordy, right? I don't even know if he's in my top two if we're talking prime. Stevie won the Lester B. Pearson one year over Mario and Gretz in their prime. Nick Lindstrom won seven consecutive
2: Norrises. Was it were they all consecutive?
0: Uh, close to it. So um Are any considered the greatest hockey player of one of the greatest hockey players of all time?
2: You could argue it f-
1: they're all in the both all and should be in the top ten. But like if we're talking and like one of the attributes for Gordy is his longevity. Right. But then again, his prime, he was still winning major awards, but he didn't. Oh, God, if he, I if don't you were know, to pick
2: the greatest Boston Bruin of all time. It's Bobby Orr. And a lot of that is how he changed the game. So does 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 uh, Gordy Howe not get the same credit?
1: He could. You could easily make an argument for it. Like they were all just so dominant in their primes.
2: Eh, it's hard to say. Like, if I, deep, I it, still go Gordy here. I
0: have to. I think if I try not to, the pitchforks come out from some, from a lot of people. I think it is Gordy. Because he's got more hardware.
1: But, like, man, you take two of the greatest, maybe even the greatest hockey players of all time in Gretzky and Lemieux out of Eisman's era, and he dominates that league for 15 years.
2: You well, have, like You have Gordy, you have Steve Eisman, you have Nick Littstrom. You have a lot of other guys here, but if you're talking pure greatest, if we're taking them in their prime... Sergei Fedorov doesn't win this, but he gets consideration. He's got a heart. Sure. Yeah. Steve Eisman's what? One of only
1: Gretzky, Lemieux, and him have had a hundred and fifty point season? I think so. Yeah. is the only one who's up there who's even challenged
2: the numbers that they've put up.
1: Yeah. And then ended up winning three cups and changed his entire style around. I mean, and and of course Lidstrom is the second best defenseman of all time. So you could make a very good case for any one of them.
2: That's hard. Like, I want to say Eisenman because you're so right about all of that. And, like, the
1: thing, the argument against Gordy, not that there is ever an argument against Gordy, but he did it. His A bulk of his success came in the original six. Eisenman and Lidstrom were doing it with, you know,
2: 21, 30 teams. So, oh,
0: man. Diluted talent. That's what it is. <laughs>
2: uh bama red wings fan says the past year and a half i've gotten my son interested in baseball cards i bought him a few packs of hockey cards and he really likes those better than the baseball i used the cards to pa- uh, the card packs to reward him for his good play in various sports teams that he's on my question is do any of you collect cards and if so what do you look for in hockey cards i do love getting this question because it means uh they're a newer listener uh they don't know what brad
0: tell did. me when to pay attention again they don't I'm know what not brad gonna, did i'm
2: not gonna go into a huge ramble don't worry they don't know what brad did when we first started this podcast he doesn't do it anymore but brad uh tell him i actually owned a trading card store for the better part of a decade and
1: you have crates of hockey cards at home it's obscene Uh, i sold off like 80 percent of my collection when i sold off my shares of the business and i still have way too many hockey cards um i i'm a big my all i really pay attention to now is i try to acquire red
2: wings rookie cards that's about it i have really scaled back but yeah um what do you look for in hockey cards they're harder to determine which ones are more valuable as opposed to other sports cards and if you do collect which ones are your favorite most treasured
1: i'm old school in that true rookie cards are still king in the card industry because autographs and all that stuff are expensive um although that being said there are rookie cards that are autographed nowadays um yeah, that, that's what I look for. I want I want the actual rookie cards. Now, unfortunately, in today's day and age, a guy like Philip Zadina will have 25 in a year. So it is um, my most prized ones, though,
2: as I, I have three autographed Gordie Howe hockey cards. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Julia says, sup, my dudes. Does this mean I can't pick my nose right now? No, pick your nose. Just make sure you wash your hands first and after. Jethro says, so is this officially a WWE podcast to spite Terry? He must not have been around during the days uh, of your when this podcast regularly regularly discussed the correct way to wipe your ass after taking a dump. Pizza toppings that you may or may not, or sorry, that may or may not be the work of Satan. Whichever of you savages likes pineapple on your pizza is just wrong.
0: Probably
1: Brad. I was impartial on that one. I could take it or leave it. If they're I on like them, it. I won't pick it off. If they're not on there, I don't complain.
0: I like it. Mm, I'm... I'll say no.
2: Uh, and, of course, the weekly bitching out Evan to eat the frickin' pineapple. I think Evan needs to do something similar to that. Now, for the sake of the pod, I propose eating a whole wa- watermelon with the seeds. No, then he'll die, because the whole watermelon will grow in his stomach. Have you guys not seen Rugrats? Come on. Since hockey is not suspended until further notice, what is the correct cut of steak to eat on a daily basis and that what doneness? <laughs> Remember, your answers can't actually count against you, but we're totally judging you if you say well done to this question.
0: If you eat it more than medium, you can get the fuck out <laughs> uh, what
1: is it king of the hill had a great line about that hank was teaching bobby to barbecue and he's like what if someone asks for their steak well done well bobby you tell them politely but
2: firmly to leave <laughs> it's true um i'm not actually like a one cut of steak above all else kind of guy um, and i think the doneness has to depend on the cut which means you either get it rare or medium rare <laughs> If you're getting like a super fatty, like premium, like Wagyu or Kobe beef, then you might go a little bit more done.
0: I'm than never that. cutting it. I'm never cooking it because like if it costs that much money, oh, go to someone else for should that. be doing it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, but
1: if we're talking about steaks that I can reasonably afford on a somewhat regular basis, I I'm a sucker for good top sirloin, top sirloin medium rare.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. Porter I House. buy it when Catherine's away. I go out and buy a ribeye. <laughs> it's like thirty bucks for the steak, but that, that's not that much. And yeah, medium rare. And if you like it more than that, get the hell out of my house. You
2: want to know why hot take is about steak? Bacon wrap filet mignon? Not for me. I could do without the bacon wrap. It's not my favorite, but I will never say no to it. I'm not like I'm not gonna not eat it. I like it still, but I'm just like I'd rather. I'm here for the, enjoy steak. the steak. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here not- for
1: the steak, but I'm gonna eat the bacon you know Uh, you can eat them in separate bites ryan right you can take the bacon off set
2: it
0: but i don't want the bacon infusing into my steak experience
2: bacon's too strong of a flavor and it will step into the steaks territory yep uh keep up the great work and fend off the coronavirus with some good old-fashioned modello virus
1: also i generally eat my steaks without any sauce on it but a good peppercorn sauce, I'm always here for.
2: Yeah, there's like, there's a lot. Of, I'm, I'm generally sauceless as well, but some steaks that are maybe you need a lot more seasoning, definitely slather them with like peppercorn sauce, yeah. a good butter sauce. Like there's like a lot a of different things you could put good on.
1: Good New there. York strip, medium rare with peppercorn sauce and a side of mashed potatoes. Sign me up. Yeah.
2: I'm here for it. Oh, I'm so goddamn hungry. Andrew Bohan says not so much a question as a recommendation everyone should go check out Southampton FC's Twitter and see these awesome tic-tac-toe game they had to they had due to the postponement of the Premier League Football League uh Premier League Football season the NHL needs to get in on this as some sort of viral pun intended content uh
1: Ryan Reeves doing that with the kid on the glass? on the the warm-up yeah Yeah, yeah. and he lost
2: Ryan Calameni says, so I've caught a few Griffins games this year on AHL TV, no free ads, and I've really liked what Chase Pearson has brought. Um, I like
1: Chase Pearson too, but the one thing I warn about Chase Pearson is let's not get sucked into
2: overvaluing a fourth line grinder with good characteristics what do you think the chances are that pearson could beat out a guy like n he's got about another 20 pounds on him is more phys- physical and seems to have better offensive instincts could be the perfect fourth line center in the future i don't think it'll happen next
1: season but i do think it
2: will happen i do think chase
1: Pearson's going to become a regular on the fourth line and i think uh 30 of the fan base is going to far overvalue him when he gets there Shay. So he's going to be that perfect example of a Luke lendenning is where we've come so far around on him that we're almost sick of him. We're not actually, but kind of are it and Darren Helm, same thing and yada, yada, yada. Pearson will be the next one to do
2: that. Uh, Shay says, jumping into the time machine, let's talk about some trades. Um, the team made and decide who won them trade number one jensen who's played 88 games for washington with zero goals and 13 assists for bowie who's played 70 games for detroit with four goals and 17 assists uh and a fifth round pick which ended up being cole brady um trade number two Wait, oh, that we, first one was
1: hold on no it was they got bowie two seconds second or it was a pick. second yeah wasn't the other pick um yo hansen or no that's no, no, yeah. no,
2: you're thinking of the Smith trade or... No, 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 no. They the, only got one pick from Washington,
1: right? A second? Yeah, a second and Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. Or
2: Jensen and
1: a fifth. Who do we take with that pick? Was it Johansson or was it...
2: That wasn't... 20s. It would have had to have been.
1: Yeah, it would have had to have been Johansson. Because Mastro Money of... was Vegas. Yes, that's right. So Johansson, who has really turned it on in the SHL the last month and looking really really good and madison bowie i think detroit wins that trade pretty
2: comfortably right now i think they won that trade from the start yeah brendan smith the winner of this is detroit uh to the rangers where he's played uh 187 and has nine goals and 24 assists for a third rounder in 2017 which ended up being zach Lant, second in 2018 Jonathan Berggren.
1: Te- Oh, technically speaking new york's won that trade because detroit hasn't actually gotten any value out of it yet because Berggren and hasn't played a game it's likely
2: Detroit wins that trade. (laughs) That's all I've got for now. No nut job dreams to support or to report this time around. Stay awesome boys and wash your damn hands. Cameron Brown says, Well, boys, it happened. My seasonal ski job got suspended due to the virus. Yay for a week of paid vacation. Do you guys know of any sports leagues still going on so I don't lose my mind from boredom? Not that any should be running. I just feel like the world's on hold for the moment.
1: Nope. As of this morning, literally the last one I knew of that was still running in Canada was my beer league, and that's done now. So there's literally nothing except the KHL. KHL.
0: And the Russian Soccer League's still on.
2: Um, Isn't there... Oh, that Formula One drivers are doing like an online racing to pass the time because their actual races are suspended until like at least the end of May. I've gotten really into the depths of Red Wings YouTube this weekend. Uh, thank God for A-Wood. Yes.
0: Uh,
1: he just posted uh, all of Eisenman's career playoff goals. Yes, which is awesome.
2: And I watched all of it. Um, the, some hashtag ask WWPs on Twitter. Craig says, if you could have the vocal cords of anyone in the hockey world implanted into your throat, who would it be? vocal cords yeah who sounds the coolest oh, uh, oh can i pick sport do i have to stay cocky or can i go all of sports uh who's a crazy russian goalie why you have to be mad
1: oh briskalov, briskalov? briskalov. I want briskalov so. i'm going off the board i'm going with ed orgeron who the lsu football coach
2: oh oh the lunatic no he's not a lunatic he's a good guy but he,
0: oh no he's like, got the he yeah yeah got that real southern deep voice what does gritty sound like
2: He's got beepers on his hands.
0: I'll take that. <laughs>
2: he squeaks. Luds says, what's the best pizza topping that can be stored for a long time in the event of a large-scale quarantine? Ooh, long time. That's Cured good. meat? Pickled onions. A Dude, good one.
1: Get the hell out of here.
2: <laughs> Pickled anything. Um, anchovies. I actually, I like anchovies on pizza.
1: You're getting close to Travis Yost levels of food takes here, champ. You
2: like chicken and spinach with i white never said sauce.
1: spinach i never i hate white sauce what the hell are you talking about
2: i think he said
0: i don't sauce.
1: remember yeah i yeah. hate white sauce on pasta forget a pizza uh olives stay for a long time i'm a fan of. oh olives. yeah i'm trying to think of what else i don't green know. pepper great pizza topping don't know
2: how that long doesn't last
0: that long no yeah. uh
2: well, pepperoni could last a long time yes there you go. There's the answer. Vlad the Impaler says, no questions. Just saying thanks for the entertainment. I'm an ER nurse. Oh, bless your soul. And I'm pretty sure I'm coronavirus encrusted at this point. So I'm staying away from humanity when I'm off shift. Stay healthy and muck it up in the corners. Uh, Al Robbins says, in what order do these events happen starting with the soonest? Jimmy Howard wins a game. Over gets to 800 goals. Detroit qualifies for the playoffs. Seattle qualifies for the playoffs. Toronto wins a cup. Okay, Toronto wins a cup is uh, second last because
1: Jimmy Howard will probably never win another game because he's probably retiring.
2: I think that when the NHL comes back, unnecessary teams won't play, which means Detroit, which means Jimmy Howard's not winning another game.
1: And he might not play next season at all. I think he retires. He might never win a game. Toronto will never win a cup, so those two are
2: just default last. Uh, What were the other ones? Ovi gets to 800. Detroit qualifies for the postseason. Seattle qualifies for the postseason.
1: I'm going to go in order of
2: soonest. Yeah. OV Detroit Seattle I'll go OV Seattle Detroit Toronto Jimmy
0: What's OV at
2: um 7 and change
0: How much change
2: 5
0: or 5 to 10 705 or 750 He's at 706 There you go Seattle OV Detroit Okay okay and we have time for some reddit questions
2: uh michigan man runs says just want to say thanks for the awesome content you guys put out been listening for probably a year now my love of hockey has come back because of you guys that's nice that's so nice to hear I'm so sad it's coming during a suspended season. I run a lot from marathons, ultras etc. you guys have been my main podcast in my runs the dark cold or even the hot weather you have entertained me through some hard runs. I'm so excited to get out there and run some days because there's a new episode I get to listen to for that thank you man I wish I we inspired my like ourselves this much. I don't inspire myself to run ever. Uh, what have you guys been doing since there's no hockey or any sports for that matter? Oh boy. Well, work has been a a nightmare, but assuming that eventually closes down, I actually Mel renovated more of the house. If you want to know what I did this morning, just to see how
1: desperate um, I'm getting. So my daughter loves playing hockey. Through YouTube, you guys have seen my basement. Half of my basement is empty now. It's just empty. We have room for a hockey net now.
2: Oh, that's actually pretty cool.
1: That's what I did with the basement. So I shoved condensed all all the stuff I had in that one thing I got rid of like half of it and then just condensed it into the one corner next to the stairs basically that area hasn't changed I just have left stuff moved all of Mika's toys down into the corner to the left of my desk every like half of the crap on the other end of the basements in the garbage and then I moved whatever was left on that side over there so that whole half of the basement there where we would have put the camera before is now a hockey area that was my day today.
2: Uh, Henlik Zetterbark mentions that um, we should be doing some crossover with uh, the Steve Dangle podcast, and we actually talked to him today, and we're definitely going to do it out of boredom at this point. So,
1: yeah, we got to think of uh, creative questions for Steve,
2: because we could go down a weird rabbit hole with him that I'm here for. And Adam and Jesse, if they're up for it, let's just do like we all we're all behind our glass walls because Evan will have infected all of us by this point. Yep. And uh, we'll do something. Yeah. Um, Chainer 9999 says you guys are doing great work during this god-awful season, which makes it even sadder that the lottery will shaft us. Heard you guys talk about Larkin as probably a very good t- 2C on a team, on a contending team, as opposed to what he is now, a 1C on a bad team. If that's the case, is anybody on this roster a first-liner, forward or defenseman on a championship contender?
1: I Well, it depends on context. I could... Uh...
2: Lark can be the, best the one C on a, on a championship.
1: Depending team. on the winger, right? Like if his winger is, well, Lexi Lafreniere, of course he could. But if we're talking other players, you put, I'm going to pick a really, really good center here just for argument's sake, but let's take Leon Dreisaitl mm-hmm. and you put him between Bertuzzi and
2: Mantha. That is definitely a first line on a championship team possible. Uh, I think Mantha and Larkin are the only guys on this team who can make an argument of being genuine top-line players.
1: Yes, Bertuzzi could plug in for the sake of balance, but if you're talking on pure talent, man, you could almost put Mantha above Larkin because of his, his pure talent being better. It doesn't have some of the other uh, characteristics that Larkin has. I wanted to use the word intangibles, but we know that's a taboo word in the hockey world <laughs> nowadays but yeah in pure talent mantha you could argue is better so he absolutely could be that guy and he's so streaky if he gets hot in the playoffs he could win
2: a con Smythe. all right time for one more question evan pick a number from one to five five okay a serious nap says hi guys hope all is well and you're all stacked with toilet paper i have 26 rolls Uh, how many come in one of those big costco things 24 i have 24 i'm a little nervous uh darren drager stated that one team suggested having a 31 team stanley cup tournament which is ridiculous so if this happens do you think the red wings would be the favorites to beat the Sens in a best of three series no i don't think the red wings would be the favorites against anyone
1: i'm not positive the red wings could take out the griffins in <laughs>
2: stop. stop with that because we're gonna get those questions could the red wings beat alabama
1: no the red wings would still beat the griffins but it would be horrifyingly close
0: uh, the,
2: the top line would dismantle them i think they would score more goals than you'd be comfortable with as a red wings fan but larkin th- and mantha would destroy them i think legitimately there'd be a lot
1: of seven six games and larkin mantha and bertuzzi would tee off on them but yeah i think
2: that defense would give up more than a few a game i think it'd be five two till the third period when the red wings draft side are up to the main squad and then it's 10 nothing every game from there on out. This, the, there you go all right, we're going to wrap up with that point because Evan is officially yawning. It's and 9 o'clock. Looking a little bit pale. So we're going to thank everyone for tuning in. Again, please pass along those suggestions for our impromptu off-season content. We're going to continue with our draft profiles. I want to thank all of our patrons, our sponsors, our name-level sponsors. Uh, first of all, R.D. Woodworking, who made this dope-as-hell custom podcast table. We're going to be putting out some content related to that soon. Uh, check us out on YouTube if you haven't seen what the table looks like. It's a custom wing-wheel podcast table. Uh, so, Daniel Rossi of rdwoodworking.ca. Uh, Everett, for sponsoring the show's giveaways uh, and giving stupid Brad a mass and Bowie stick. Um, uh, it's no longer mine. Mika took it. She has absolutely claimed it, and it is never leaving her room. Uh Our name level sponsors terry actually terry arjun shanker dead panda society brad smith andrew bohan scott martin kayla thompson mitchell shinkowski jacob turner matt mckay brandon m matthew m rice luke johnson mike reed ryan lewis langabeer clayton van dyken kaylin wood Hassam al-kissam arjun shanker Charlie Elkins, Hannah Lee, Sean Levine, Ashley Van Konet, your friendly neighborhood beer rep, Connor Leighton, Danny Jr., Matthew Keeler, Craig Kibble, Simon Anderson, John Evans, K-Waz, and Stan Olson. Thank you all. It's been nice knowing you. Evan killed us. And just one late addition that could be
1: relevant to hockey, NBA-related tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski, just so everybody's up to date on the Woj Bomb watch bomb not huge but cdc recommendation of no events of 50 plus people for the next two months next two months comes as a number of nba owners and executives increasingly believe a best case scenario is a mid to late june return to play with no fans league is scouting for possible arena dates all the way through august which is relevant because the nhl operates on the same timeline as the nba Wow, we have a lot of this
0: left to go. Thanks for tuning in to the Winged Wheel Podcast. Be sure to check out wingedwheelpodcast.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll also find links to other ways to support the show, such as Patreon, official podcast apparel, and more. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at wingedwheelpod. And of course, the hosts at Brad Crisco, at Ryan Hanna WWP, and at
1: Hockey Town Evan.